0: Sunny day, sweeping the clouds away. On my way to where the air is sweet, Manny, tell me, can you tell me how to get to Sesame Street? (laughs) On my way, everything is okay. Friendly neighbors, that's where we meet. But again, tell me, can you get how to get to Sesame Street? (laughs) That's the limit of my singing I
1: think that's a first for us, man I I, I can't believe it I love that one, man Thanks so much, Jason Oh, thank thank you so much For coming, like, quite a trek, man Two hour drive, no? Yeah To come to the show Because I really appreciate any guests that want to come And we record these I mean, we've done every single show in person Except for one and I want to continue that. And uh, unfortunately, i got to tell you that next week, I'm going to have a guest who's coming from BC. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> so I hope they're flying. They're flying. They're not driving. They're flying, right? So I'm looking forward to that. So uh, right off the bat, okay, Jason, the Keystone Contractor. Yes, sir. All right, okay, so that's who we're talking to. And you can find them on IG at the Keystone Contractor. And also, uh, he's got a website, but you're building the website right now.
0: Yeah, I've been the... <sighs> Because everybody says I've had no business cards, no advertising. I do nothing to promote business, but All my word phone won't. It, the phone won't stop ringing. So and so, that's, so
1: you question whether or not you need well, the website.
0: The website. I, I'm starting to do the social media presence, taking more attention to it. Yeah. So it's a little more. I don't know. Like, it work's going to run out someday, <laughs> so I better start advertising or you, doing you something. You know what? It's
1: nice to have it, and if anybody ever comes across it, then it's there. And if they're looking for you and they can't find it, then maybe you lose a job or two. But it's nice to establish it and just get it out there.
0: At the very least, with COVID, people were like, they, can I see your jobs? Can I meet your customers? And I'm like, nobody wants to meet anybody. No, nobody so, wants to do that. So I did the th- Instagram. I figured it was a good like portfolio yeah. so just posting jobs yeah I just go and work I mean I've never done before during after photos I never you're in the mindset you're in the groove. you're just
1: working yeah if you want to reach out to Jason he's at info at com. the website will be up eventually soon uh which is going to be www.thekeystonecontractor.com and what are we going to talk about today but I mean before I uh, you answer that question Huge shout out to your wife Laura for sending me like these amazing goodies that are just smelling there's Nana bread in there to begin with, man, which is I'm a huge fan. But then the, the, the ginger, I mean, like, come on, man. Like, thank you so much for those. That's amazing. Thank you so much. So we're at the Venture X offices in Oakville, which is my home away from home. It's an office where I don't have an office space, but I have an office space.
0: I heard the podcast yeah, about so this, this. This is, is like cool. I,
1: I get to use this space for the podcast. I get to use it to meet up clients or whatever. So huge shout out for them. But now, okay, Keystone Contractor. Where did it all begin? How long you been in the business?
0: I've been doing this for as long as I can remember in some way or fashion. I left high school, joined the military, did nonsense things for them. Uh, We didn't see eye to eye. They tried to... I was asked to leave politely, so I (laughs) left. Um, How long
1: ago was this?
0: Early 20s, I guess.
1: Okay. How how young are you? You're, You're younger than me. 48. Oh, you're you're younger than me. Yeah. Okay, all right.
0: February 73. So. All, right, all right, so we're
1: pretty close, man. All right, so politely asked to
0: leave. Uh, just got out of that. It just I'm not a team player. Like I am the I in team. Got it. So it wasn't it just didn't suit me. So I got out of that and just roamed and I've tried every little thing there is. You name it, I've tried it. My parents did well, so I had the option to go and do whatever, whenever. Sales, truck driving.
1: So you spent your 20s and 30s kind of discovering things?
0: Yeah, I've just done it all. And I've gone to school. I, I got and tried like the medical stuff, physical therapy. Uh, again, just not for me because it's boring. Yeah, um, Being cooped up in an office, a clinic. Those environments the nine to five box yeah and just and working for people yeah no not for me not for you huh? no like i mean and i'm not taking i'm happy to take direction now from people because i'm over it and it is what it is and if you want to be in charge be in charge i don't care you know, <laughs> great. You know i notice
1: as you get older that kind of just happens oh, on yeah. its own
0: like i was just an angry Guy, like and you can't acting.
1: explain it to the younger no. guys, too. Yeah, you, you can't tell them, listen, when you get into your late 30s, early 40s, your your mindset's going to change.
0: Oh, yeah. Like you're, I used to, I, I spent my life in the gym, working out, martial arts, all this crap, yeah. doing all that. And I go to the for gym. For yourself
1: or for others or for?
0: Um. Well, I used it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we used, I've done all types of things. Like we used to uh, grab like bond jumpers, like people that, you know you get in trouble skip tracers get, and yeah, okay so, stuff like that wow like it was it's not very exciting it's, it's,
1: and it can be a little stressful
0: yeah and then i mean this is before 9 11 the border closures like tight restrictions you could get away with so much crap <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> nowadays nowadays not so much you can't
1: do anything well it, i
0: mean you're everyone complains about their privacy but you're carrying a GPS on you at all times. A
1: portal you're carrying a portal to to you to who you are as an individual.
0: Yeah so that and it's a different world different everything now there's no accountability everybody just for themselves and I don't want any part of that stuff so you know as you get older your priorities when I was younger I had no wife, no kids, no responsibilities. You can go and do whatever. If I wanted to take a road trip and go to South, like the California, New yeah. Mexico, whatever, you take off. Went. That's it. Wake yeah. up and go. But now, I mean, you add responsibilities and payments and life to the mix. And it's, I don't understand pro. I get protesting, standing up, going to these rallies and things like that. But like, don't they work? <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't be out. And no, get arrested. they're allowed, to, they get
1: paid for going to the protests. Yeah. They're I mean, allowed I protest time. If people
0: don't do it, and then, like, if nobody stands up, then I get it, but I. Well,
1: uh... what exactly are you standing up to or for, and why?
0: And what people think they're standing up against is usually a facade for something else. Yeah. mean, like, that was the same thing with the military. It's like, you think you're there fighting for the righteous and doing your best, but. When you're there just protecting somebody else's political agenda, oil rights, whatever, pick your players, and it's like they're all just puppets. And-
1: once, I, once I learned earlier on, I guess in my 20s, late 20s, that I learned that the objective of any political person is to get reelected. Yes. I just lost all faith when I started paying attention to anybody that ever spoke on a political platform, and it was just really about getting reelected. Yeah. It was never really about the people or, you know, the country or the, the actual purpose of democracy. Like
0: telling people what they want to hear yeah. just so they can get in and then no promises kept. No. And then if they did just the like the minimal amount, just so, well, you know, he did lower tax. Yeah. He did- I
1: just just enough to cater to. Yeah. OK, it was almost a Yes. Yeah. kind of thing no man it's not we're, we're from the a generation where it's like either yes or no it's black or white it's very simple this is how it is
0: and then you know as everything all the red tape gets cut all regulations get cut then as societal things gets privatized and handed down and everyone's just like oh, why is it like this now different man yeah it's so, different so I, I I scooped around my parents always used to buy they buy a house they'd reno it and flip it and i'm not i like to know something but i want to know as much as i can i don't want to do the bare minimum and get by so so they did this and i always paid attention i'm a self learner i never went to school for anything i just do it try it get good at it on to the next thing on to the next thing just that from fixing cars off-roading welding so you see
1: a problem in one of the houses and all of a sudden you scratch your head and you just try to figure out how to solve it
0: and i mean this is before the days of the internet and youtube and all these instructional videos you just find a guy that can do it shadow him watch him yeah and not ask questions i'm not, i'm more interested in knowing like if i'm watching somebody do something i'll watch them do it and then i'll just ask how did you come to that decision i don't i don't i don't need a step by step blueprint i just want to know your thought process yeah. just cuz then i can transfer that into my own brain but don't
1: you find a lot of these guys are reluctant To give up that thought process because they think that you're going to become competition one day. Well,
0: nowadays, like this is going back 20, 25 years in the early days. But once you get, I think once you get a proficient amount of skills and you get good at learning, then you have this foundation. When you watch somebody do something, then you don't really need them to tell you what they're doing like I'll be on site like new construction is a nightmare for me because everybody's grumpy miserable every time like because I'm I fall into windows and doors a lot
1: are they grumpy and miserable because they're piecemeal and they're being paid the bare minimum to do their job
0: well when I'm on a site it's all um like all the employees are there the laborers the and even the electricians even if they're the owner operator and they're there like no one's happy, no one's showing up with smiles. I'll say good morning, hello, and it's you're lucky if you get a, or right. a, a <laughs> grumble or
1: from any age group. Are we like we talking from the 20s, 30s, 40s, older? So I can understand the older guys being grumpy that actually, way. Actually,
0: the older guys are the ones who will uh, like respond and say hi to me, but it's their employees or the other guys that are just like they're young and they're just I don't want to
1: do. The head's buried in the phone. Yeah.
0: Yeah, really. Oh, yeah. The well not even on the phone. It's just they're just so focused on being miserable. Because nobody's happy. Nobody seems to enjoy what they're doing.
1: They've they're, they've lost it or they've forgotten that there's actually enjoyment in all of this? Like even before we started recording, we were talking about that. We were yeah. just talking about how when do we lose it? Where did we lose it? How do we lose it?
0: I think that like you see people making money, they just nobody wants to work. Like I can't find them anyone to work this is for. an ongoing I've,
1: problem through this whole covid oh yeah. thing nobody literally wants to work and i joke and i've told the, i don't know if i told you or i've told other people on social media through dms we have created Wally e yeah the disney movie Wally e we've created that human society where nobody everybody wants everything done for them and yeah. they don't want to do any of it
0: like i've been i've made most of my career in the past 10, 15 years through windows and doors. I used to do it all. We used to build, but in order to build, you need a network of people. I live up in Collingwood, Ontario, and as soon as you have a morticum of talent, you can hire somebody as a laborer, and I've watched all the guys in our neighborhood. They'll work for somebody, I don't like it. Then I'll go work for somebody else. They'll jump ship real fast. A couple bucks more, couple bucks more, and they'll move all around. And then maybe a couple guys will get together. Then they'll form a team. If you can do it, then you're doing it. You're busy. There's no point in going and working for someone when there's so much work.
1: Are they not thinking if I stay with this guy, who's actually a really good person, and he likes work? I like working with him, and he likes working with me. That eventually i'll get a raise and i'll get those couple more bucks or i'll eventually i'll get an opportunity they're not thinking that
0: i don't see it as much as i've seen so many guys go out on their own and they get their first job It's awesome they get a bigger job and then and they think they've made it and they're going there's not a lot of planning for the future and even if they are doing it there's enough work that everyone's busy enough they're making more than if they worked for somebody but the unfortunate surprise is as you know it's not just throwing your tool belt on going because when you're working you're not selling when yep. you're selling you're not working yep. there's the administrative god forbid you've got delays uh, you get sick you get hurt no um, work
1: no pay no movement no pay if yeah. there's
0: no savings if you've i used to tell guys i was a subcontractor for a company, they want you to behave like, a, like an employee, but they treat you like a subcontractor. So they expect you to show up 8 o'clock, work till 5, just for them. And all your other yep. customers, even though they're a customer, all your other customers are side jobs. So if I want to take a day off and do something productive for the business, they'll fight you on it. Do, and I see that with many, especially in the window and door industry. They'll either hire you as a sub or you're an employee. If you're an employee, forget it. You're bound, shackled. You're there's
1: You can't even do any sides, no. weekends.
0: And if you want to do it, and they find out, it's very like really? even though everyone does it, and don't even think of using the company truck and the company tools to do it. Right. So I was always on my own, and I I, I gave them so much, but I still tried to retain my own. But again, I mean why fight it sometimes if you've got a company that's willing to give you tons of work and you steady can stay stream busy, stay man. busy yeah. but again if you're their favorite pet then great but as soon as they have somebody else they're chasing or if you have disagreements then they'll you know maybe you get crappier jobs you don't get the good i stuff. mean
1: Jason, is this a millennial thing like, I don't, I don't try to purposely shit on the millennials, but I just pay attention to things. Like, the other day, I was having a conversation with my accountant, and he lost an employee because he got another opportunity, non-related to accounting or bookkeeping or anything like that. He just got another opportunity, 19 years old, and he's been offered a $75,000 job. Yeah. And he just jumped ship. No two weeks notice, no nothing. And I can understand, but I started thinking... I remember myself at 19 years old, and if I was offered a job at 75K... I might have been shooter this, shooter that, shooter, not even think about the future. Just think about 19, 20, 21, 22 and think about, oh, well, you know, 75 is going to turn into 80, 80 is going to turn into 90, 90 is going to turn. And then all of a sudden I'm just this guy who I can just jump ship from one ship to the next.
0: Yeah, a lot. Of, I see a lot of guys doing that a lot of but time. But they
1: do it in construction.
0: I mean, the worst is the property managers. Like you'll work for a builder. And a lot of the builders, at least where we are, they have a core group of property, project managers. They don't hire. Uh, they don't have a staff of builders. Everyone's a sub. So you'll come in, you'll put your bid for your kitchen, your tile, your this, and there's nobody steady. Like I'll watch them, and they're high. They charge high money. They tout themselves as big name builders. We're doing the best, the best, the best. They'll charge the customer whatever they can and work within budgetary constraints. But then they'll turn around and well, we saw this guy at Home Depot who does tile and we're going to give him a shot. <laughs> like I can, like every And this time. show is brought
1: to you by Home Depot. Of course yeah. it's not. It's just, and it's true. They'll ask the guy with the apron and go, listen, what can you do? Can you do it on the oh, side? Yeah. And then they'll go, well, this guy at Home Depot gave me a much better price than your price. But this guy is not a legitimate guy, legitimate contractor, right? Yeah. I want to let the listeners know, okay, so you're from Collingwood, which is basically a two hour drive north of the epicenter of Toronto, I guess. Yeah. Downtown Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from here. And so so guys that are not from Toronto area kind of get a, a gist of it. And I know that Collingwood, like in the last five years, has exploded, no? Ten years has exploded?
0: Since oh eight.
1: That long, huh? So,
0: when the recession hit in the States, I used to take my winters. We used to take our winters off not really by choice. It was just windows and doors. I did a couple of bathrooms a year, keep myself busy in the winter. But we would go down to Florida for a couple of months, nice. chill out, come back March, April, pick back up. Then, in winter of 08, it just like flipped. It yeah. was just, no, we can't go down anymore because now we're booking and booked. And then you stay busy. And the more I had disagreements with, because I subcontract for quite a few contractors now because I'm, I specialize windows, doors, and bathrooms. COVID has turned my bathroom switch back on. Really, huh? Like I used to do a lot of custom tile. Stone you doing boys. it yourself or you subbing it out? No, everything's myself. Really? I huh? show up.
1: Man, you're pushing 50 and you're still laying tile. Even I'm starting to like, I start to get down on the floor on the knees and I'm like going, mm, well, I do how many more days I want so to do So like
0: a couple things from all that, because I used to be a lot bigger, muscular weight. Like yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. a big dude. Yeah. I got on to our local, um, well, first of all, back in 17, I was just working and I pulled the bicep right off my arm. Like Holy just, cow. just lifting, like no big deal. Picking up a wind, like eight eight pieces of glass, number four lifted, and it just click click, and it came out. It didn't even hurt. I'd, I <laughs> I knew as soon as I did it. It's I've making seen, me
1: hurt just thinking I've about it. I've seen enough
0: guys in the gym curling heavy weights and watching their biceps go. Wow! So it didn't hurt. Yeah. Um, but there's a two week window to get that fixed. Otherwise, that you you begin to repair yourself. And it becomes impossible. So, had the surgery, it was when I woke up from the surgery, the pain was insurmountable.
1: What was the surgery? Like, what, what was involved? They're reattaching? Yeah.
0: they literally take, oh. so it's the bicep muscle that tears off. Which the, is basically a tendon, It's like, on the, the tendon, it's on a rope, on a, yeah. and it's all frayed. Oh, man. And what they literally do is they make this S, I researched it on YouTube. And you watch an S-incision. They move all the meat and muscle and nerves out of the way. To get to it. To get to the part that's torn off. They drill two holes in the bone. They, the doctor takes his finger and sticks it through the muscle where the tendon runs. Then he threads it down in there, trims the end like you're trimming at the hairdresser. <laughs> they put a rope around it like you're tying meat to hang it to dry poke the two strings through the bone, pull it through, tie it off Two like wall plug screws looking for drywall. (laughs) I put that in, close you back up, stitch you up. And he's like, he had three booked that day. I was the first one.
1: Holy cow. It's
0: as common as like, uh, you got winter tires. Let's go put them on.
1: And the pain is coming from what? The hole? The drilling into the bone?
0: Well, the surgery afterwards, because they're cutting... They're cutting and, everything open. And I lost probably 30 pounds after During the healing. Just because I had no interest in... I was... Even with painkillers, I'm like, I don't want to eat. But I had to... So that happened on... The surgery was on the Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, I was back to work on Monday with one good arm. Your other arm's in a sling. My other arm's in a sling, in a, in a semi-rigid cast. So I could still grab and use it and I reinforced the sling so I could like pick stuff up and the sling would be the fixed point
1: no interest in actually letting the arm heal or you just were getting antsy man like- I didn't
0: I did well unfortunately the company I was subbing with when they found out their response was oh my god that's horrible well sucks to be you see you later Wow. And I had been with them for over 11 years as a sub. And they literally turned their back on me, gave me no assistance, no help. If anything, they were expanding and they tried to take, I viewed it as they tried to take advantage because they tried to offer me a warehouse position for 50 grand a year. That's great. But I've got a three kids, wife, a life to support.
1: I'm not 25 years old yeah, anymore. I, yeah. I'm not
0: living at home in my parents' basement. I yeah. got to do more than that. And it's one of those things where I was already at odds with the with this place. And so why 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 fuck with it? Like I was already on my way. I felt on my way out. But you're always scared to take that first step. And this was just the push I needed. And bottom line, if I knew it would have been this lucrative, even before COVID and all this other crap, even injured, I would have been like (laughs) 10 years. I would have been gone. Because again, and and I'm nobody special. I just go to work, do my job, but I don't fuck around. I don't screw people over. I do what I say I'm going to do. I charge accordingly. I'm not cheap. I expect to be paid for what I'm good at, and I'm good at it. If I don't know, I don't know or I'll bring the right people in or I'll find you the answer you need. I don't cut corners and I'll just go and do my stuff, but I'll keep my head down. I'll work. I have the same phone number for over 15 years. That's yeah. how you know I'm not no, a shyster contractor. Yeah, people call me from 10 years ago, going, "Hey, is, is this Jason? Is this still <laughs> your, you? still do windows?" Isn't it, it like, funny yeah.
1: when you get those calls and all of a sudden they question whether or not it's still you yeah. answering that phone? They're amazed. And it's I'm like, like, first of all, why am I going to get rid of my 416 number, man? I don't want to get rid of it. I want to keep it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like I don't want to change my number. This is my number.
0: There's no point. So it's like, so I basically took it as a sign. I went on my own. I mean, really, you're not even going as your own. All I was doing, I was already a registered business and all the things set up. So all I'd started doing was searching for customers. But the funny thing was, I wasn't even searching. My phone just started ringing because people found out that he's no longer affiliated with them. And then customers would call them and go, we want Jason to do this. And he's like, oh, well, we can't accommodate that. They're like, oh. Well, we'll find (laughs) them. And I would never, like if I was on a job and you're doing something and you're like doing like, say, five windows and they're like, all right, well, well, can you come and do the other ones? For the longest time, it was, you know, there's, you a, wouldn't
1: treat, you wouldn't treat the situation like that.
0: No, I would always, we well, call the salesman. He'll yeah, come and deal with it. There's a this. respect
1: that where it came from, where the lead came from and all how you were working for somebody at the time, but now that you're on, but then if, you can do that.
0: But if they wanted a bathroom or something yeah, unrelated, that's different. then yeah, fine, yeah. whatever. But then as time went on and I got treated poorly and I basically showed them that, well, loyalty is a two way street. Then I'm like, well, I'm just turning that off. Yeah. Well, we got a friend that needs something. Yeah, let's let's go talk to him. <laughs> you know? And then and the biggest thing, like it's just like and again, but people don't realize. When you're starting off on your own, you get like a truck purchase, truck van, trailer, whatever. Money. When I would see guys that are coming into work and I tell them it's like, So the first three to four thousand dollars that you earn every month. Goes to your ability just to go to work. After you've earned that, then you can start feeding yourself, clothing yourself, keeping a roof over your head. And for a guy that earns like 1500 bucks a week, take home, to think that that first three grand that you're owning, it's like... So it's- your
1: first three weeks of work... Yeah. Two weeks, two and a half weeks of work.
0: But again, if you start working as a sub for somebody, you're going to be making more. Yeah. But it's piecework. It was always in your best interest to do the job as quick as possible. Like I bring a lunch. I don't eat out. Yeah. You show up at a good hour. I'm not a morning person. So I mean, I may be eight, nine o'clock to start, but I'll be working till six, seven at night. Yeah. I.
1: You're putting the day in.
0: Yeah. Given my choice, I'd like to work... Until 2, 3 in the morning and get up at the crack of noon. Yeah. But no one's... <laughs>
1: no one's allowing you no one's on site that way. That. Yeah. Unless it's a brand new site. Yeah. But I mean, how many of these younger guys, how many of these other business owners... I mean, last week I had uh, Bram in here and he was telling me that he was in construction for 16 years and it wasn't until his 14th year that he had the light bulb turn on and realize how he had to change his business model
0: this just happened to me like i'm 48 and it's happening in it's the past just, i know it happened starting listening to your freaking show <laughs> you're responsible so, so for we're me responsible me for it right yeah.
1: because we keep on bringing up all these little things man because
0: you you hear the memes on like you know you'll go through instagram tiktok and you'll everyone to save money you know earn a hundred spend 50 you'll yeah, yeah. No one does that. No, like, even taxes. It's a great
1: model. It's great.
0: And this is it. You'll go. You is a subcontract for anyone. You work, th- th- work, 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 work. Okay. Well, I'm not paying my quarterly taxes. This and that. You save, and then you have the money saved. It's ready. But pick your poison. Pick your catastrophe. My car breaks down. My girlfriend get pregnant. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever the problem or thing is that now that f- oil. Oh, You'll kid yourself, like, okay, well, I'll use this money to pay for this, and then I'll make it back next year. That never happens.
1: Just the paperwork. I've just, told people over and over that the paperwork is far more important than the building. It is. Man.
0: The the easiest thing I do is showing up and going to work. The hardest thing I do is getting quotes out, getting back to people, even just sitting down and like, I have an accountant. I pay her a ton of money. Good. aces Good. In their and, places. and it's
1: money well spent.
0: But, you know, she's figured that stuff out. She took all my stuff from 12... So it's 2000 and – I probably shouldn't be saying this. It's 2021. <laughs> like I'm literally a hot mess. I work. I make money. I come home, spend money. Making and spending money, I'm but great do, at. But
1: do you know how many people and, – and I'll say this, and I'm pretty sure that your wife or anybody else that's in anybody's life here, they're the ones that see it on the outside. Oh, yeah. They see it happening. And, and unfortunately, us as contractors, we're in it. We're, we're so stuck in it as if we're, we're sinking in sawdust. Where we just don't see it.
0: Well, it's that the emyth, things yeah. like that. Yeah. Like I've read all I've read them all and it makes sense.
1: It's hard to actually see. You stay can't do the franchise with what we do. No. Because
0: no. if I'm just selling widgets and like McDonald's, any successful franchise is a reason because you can plug and play anybody smart stupid whatever they're in there they can do it but with what we do and you got to make a call on site use a decision use common sense that seems to be gone yeah but you know if people can use their common sense and figure it out and if you can do all that and figure it out and run the show then i don't want to work for him anymore i'm going to do it on myself you'll figure it out and as soon as they and and the guys that work for you they listen because we're working close I I don't hire smokers because I don't smoke. I don't care if he's the most qualified guy. You already
1: know production is going to get dropped because of all those smoke
0: breaks. I'm going to lose at least half an hour to an hour a day of just whether it's...
1: That'll increase in the winter too. Oh, yeah. A thousand percent. But
0: even just the smell, like it makes me gag. Yeah. So I'm like, nope. He'll have a cigarette it's, jump in the truck and I'm like, get out.
1: It's funny that occasionally if I smell smoke, cigarette smoke, it reminds me of my dad. He smoked. Yep, mine But too. the unfortunate thing is he passed away very young as a result of the smoking. Yeah. But it still reminds me of my dad, right? Yeah. I really wish that and I really want to call out to all the guys that are working in construction that listen to the show. If you're in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, you're even getting ready to retire, whatever. I just want you guys to just calculate how much time you spend on the tools, doing the actual work. Yeah. And give yourself twice as much of that time to the paperwork of the business.
0: Like I had even guys now. You
1: will build a bigger brand, man, if you do that.
0: Oh, yeah. Like I have zero tolerance for I maybe just be a hard guy to work for bathroom breaks control, like the, I have zero phone policy. Really? Um? Phone is in the, tr- if I see it, you, it's like family guy with Spider-Man. Everybody gets one. <laughs> you know, that's it. And I'll, and it's like, don't even Yeah. Like, working for me. Two things make me money, make my life easier because
1: that's even worse than smoking.
0: Fail at one. We can work on it. Fail at both. Go fuck yourself. You're like, gone.
1: Like, it's gotta be that harsh, yeah. right? It doesn't matter. I don't be- care because they're well, they're so fixated on IG, right?
0: But I'm not paying a laborer. 25 bucks an hour to come and be a laborer. And if I, if mom's dropping you off and you want top dollar, screw it. I'll break my body and I will, I can't, I cannot justify paying. What
1: are laborers asking for these days? Because I've seen them come out at me like 25, 30. Yeah. And and I'm like, I don't get it, man.
0: Like, I can't, like, based on
1: my books, I can't run a successful business if I'm paying you as a laborer that much money.
0: Like, if you're paying 25. To the kid, it's costing you 31, 32. Yeah. If you're paying 30, it's like 35, 36.
1: So that means you should be paying the client or charging the client how much for now your service? And then you're basically pricing yourself out of the job. Yeah. You'll lose a job.
0: Like, I'm done with hourly work. I'm done with time and material. We have like daily rates. If I'm going to assign just scope, just look at the work. I'll look at it, figure out how many days, give a buffer because there's always buffer bullshit to deal with, and figure it out. And people take it or don't leave it. Yeah. And again, I've listened to enough of the. Uh the, the Tile Money podcast. Yeah. That's taught me a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they say like, you know, raise your rates until you're losing thirty to forty percent of your bids and that way you know you're right where you should be. If you're losing over sixty, you're too expensive. If you're getting every job, you're too cheap. And with COVID and this like that, like I'm Adjusting stuff respectfully because I don't want to screw people either. But then people show me the quotes they're getting from other guys, and I'm like,
1: What's insane? The hell, I know, man.
0: like I know my profit margins, I know where stuff is. I don't have the same buying power as bigger companies because I'm a nobody. And a lot of the luckily, so I mean, for my doors, I'm using the guys at Ruskin doors, okay? Awesome, Good I, product, oh, great product, family owned. Um, I know them intimately. Okay. Like we speak as, like, as family speaks to each other. Yeah, yeah. And so if there's an issue, I don't have to go through like reception and get all this go. stuff. I can just call the owner on the phone and say, hey, what's going on? And he'll give me a no BS answer going, yeah, we forgot or it's delayed. And I'll just take his word for it.
1: What's the turnaround for these guys during these crazy days?
0: It's getting a little longer now, only 8 to 12? Uh, yeah, and yeah. it's only because, and it's not even their fault. It's it's glass. Glass okay. is the biggest thing in the Where door. Where's all window. the glass coming from? States. Really? Yeah. States. It was, and again, the information I have is from manufacturers and suppliers up here, but Cardinal Glass is the main supplier of glass in the states. Okay. Canada, in a whole, is like five percent we're of such its. a
1: tiny market in the so, global scale yeah. so
0: what they did was they're like well we're not going to serve so last year there was another big crisis with glass and they said we're not going to service canada if you want just eliminate
1: it, the entire country yeah, the entire they, basically, market. they
0: basically said like okay will you can have it but it's going to cost you a surcharge now if you want it now or we'll send it to you when you get it wow i just had that on one job patio doors again through other like through my dealer and he called me i verified these doors they're 10 foot doors you know no big deal two
1: panel three panel four, four panel four doors
0: panel. and i verified the price the height three times told the customer like i'm doing his whole house he's a builder and i'm doing his whole house ordered the windows doors like huge money everything's good four or five weeks into the into the order They call me up saying, yeah, manufacturers said, uh, if you want the glass, uh, you want these doors, um, it's going to be an extra thousand bucks a door. So four doors or an extra four So after you already
1: agreed on the price. After the
0: contracts are signed, even them, like they're making some points off me as well they should. Of course. And like, whatever, we all make it. But then the supplier says to the dealer going, yeah, if you guys want, you can have them. But they'll be in January, February. This guy's building his house, his own house, that's closing in September, October. And I mean, what do I do? Do So I called him. I showed him the email and said, like, I'm not making any points off this. I'm furious. My dealer is furious. But like, they've got us all. They're extorting money.
1: So this is right from Cardinal Glass from the U.S.? Well, this is
0: right from the door manufacturer, who I'm sure is getting it from theirs. Because nobody makes anything. Yeah. Like all windows and doors. Everybody has their glass shipped in. I also deal with uh, a shout-out to Payne's Window Manufacturing. They're my main source for windows. Okay. He has the foresight that he has put together in his factory a glass manufacturing division. Okay. So when glass is going to become difficult to get, or they need something quick, he's spent just tens of thousands. Like he's got the big sheets, the automated feeders, making. So of, he's he's projecting. Yes, like he's smart. Like he's done that. Uh, okay, did, and know, it's benefited him during yeah, his time. His name's David Beckman. He nice. looks after the. He's a great. Like again, that contact I got from Ruskin, and it's like, and they're. Again, family owned, like I have a problem, I can call the owner. But you
1: don't think that they're doing like this $1,000 increase. You don't think they're doing what the lumber industry has been doing to us the whole time of this crap that's been going on where, you know what, we're going to just use it as an excuse to actually make more money off of the same product that we were shipping to the market.
0: It could be. I mean, I would never know the ulterior reasons because I'm not involved in any of those decisions. We're all just end users. And if they say like, if it was a job that's no hurry, I had uh, another customer where we put together. They're like, okay, it's like 130 grand for the windows and doors. They're like, uh-huh. they're humming and hawing, but they're like, we want to make use of our place this year. It's there's most of the homes I work on are secondaries, like 70, 80 vacation places yeah, that it's okay. in Collingwood, and yeah. then they live wherever they live. Ah, we want to use it. Maybe we'll do it next year. And I said it's going to be 30 percent minimum next year. I said there's already a temp- you're already
1: seeing an increase that's what they're telling you well, or you're seeing that
0: this is even before there was already a small price increase there's going to be another one coming i'm sure come january february next year there's usually a across the board all window and door companies so what is the
1: price increase coming from is it from the glass from the manufacturing process is it from the facility having to be sanitized better it's like where's all this number
0: Recently, it's hard materials like just
1: all the hard materials.
0: That's what I. That's what I think. Because so accessibility, even of the that herd? boat that got stuck in the Suez Canal. the ever given? Yeah, I remember that. Like, so they've got the windows. They've got the vinyl frames, but they've got it's the little parts, the hinging, the pins, the springs. Some of that stuff was tied up on that ship that. So we can't even get the product. So you're holding
1: the markets of different countries ransom. Yeah. It is extortion Because every at that point.
0: window and door company like nobody makes the vinyl extrusions. It's made it's made by companies. So Every window and door company, they'll, depending on who they are, they'll buy their extrusions, and then they'll have the machinery to cut everything, weld it all together, build it. Somebody makes, like, Truth makes the hardware, or somebody will make the sliders, the little plastic clips, the screens, the this. It comes from, like, a car. GM doesn't technically make cars Cars, they they assemble assemble parts yeah (laughs) that's true man So, and i mean all these companies and then if one little piece of that puzzle goes down if they're missing it shuts everything they're missing the locks you can't send windows out because nothing freaking locks
1: but it's funny as contractors we've been seeing all these prices go up on all of our materials and everything that's going to happen we're actually spending more time to run our business and we have yet to increase our prices yeah if we re- increase our prices, we know exactly what's going to happen.
0: Like my labor rates have stayed steady. For uh, how long now? I, I'm pretty fair. I think I'm pretty fair with what I do. I, like I said, I feel I'm good at what I do. I know what I bring to a job. And I tell people, I bring a stress-free... I'm the aspirin for the headache, <laughs> right? I know like every job, there's bullshit to every job. I just account for the bullshit. And upon meeting the client, I will then decide how much more bullshit I will incur. I'll just turn people away at some point. If I get there and they're just nitpicking, pricing this and that, I'm like, forget it. Like for bathrooms, just tell people flat out, like like we're all talk, the average bathroom's 25 grand to do. Like The
1: average basic bare yeah, nothing bones. Special. And every client I've ever told that number to yeah. looks at me like I ran over their dog.
0: Yep, I'm the same thing. I even tell people now, I said, take 500 square 500 bucks a square foot as a starting guide that's where we want to start at you can pull back you want to get like uh, we had some cost like $10,000 vanities $5,000 bathtubs they want heated floors heated benches heated uh, how can everything. you
1: not build it for anything less than that? Yeah. Like, it's just insane it starts at 25 like
0: people some people still think they're doing a bathroom for 7 to 10 grand and I'm like I'm 12 Who, I'm, who's doing that who can do that? I, I, and I even have young people that watch the shows. Really? That are still expecting like a 12 to 15. What was it from? Uh, well, you what, know and
1: everybody knows I don't watch the shows. Yeah, no, but there's
0: another, <laughs> I think I mentioned that one, the Contractor Fight podcast. And in terms, Oh, the Reno actor? Or No. Uh, it was talking about like, so when they present their numbers, they're like, okay, if it's a sliding scale between like 20 to 25,000, yeah. they always put the high number first because yeah. you fixate on the first number. Of course. Or don't give them a sliding scale. Like I have in my contracts, you know, like my non X-ray vision clause. If I open this up and there's rocks, Yeah,
1: unforeseen.
0: We're fixing it. Exactly. You know, like the scope of work is here. This is what we're doing. And then I'll even have other pages to sign that reinforce certain areas. Because, well, I just was signing. I never paid attention. But you signed the page that said you were paying attention <laughs> to the first thing. So, no. Nah. But at the same time, if I'm down that road, like if I'm giving somebody like, okay, bathroom's 30 grand. And they'll look at it and go, I'm shocked. I'm disbelieved. Already I know we're not going to be doing business together. No. But if they're like, oh, yeah, well, we figured it'd be about 50. Then it's like, perfect. We're we're on the same page. Yeah, we'll work with it.
1: Because as contractors, you got to understand that not every job's for you.
0: And that's why I don't do time and material because somebody says, well, I've bought all the material, this and that. And I'll tell them flat out, great. You know, your labor rates are almost double now. And people look at me in disbelief. Well, why? We've done this. I said, hey, you want to save money. That's great. But I'm not here to save money. I'm here to make money. And the way I make money is on um, my labor, my markups, my profit, this and that. I said, and I don't want to just break even. I'd actually like to make some money, you know, live a life, save, innovate. You know, Early,
1: early on in my career, when I was working, I had a client, I had a job where they said, we'll get the tile. So they went to these warehouse location crates full of tile, right? We agreed to actually just pay we'll we'll say we'll only charge you for the install. Yeah. That was a huge mistake. So they ended up getting two crates full of this limestone crappy tile that I ended up nicknaming peanut brittle. And it was the type of stuff that you literally would try to press into the mortar and it would just snap. Yeah. And it was snap, snap. And I'm not like I'm talking every other tile would snap, snap. Yeah. And it was insane. We went through two of the crates and we weren't even halfway done. So we had to go back to them going, listen, you need to get another two crates because of this problem. And then they tried to pawn the problem onto us. And I'm like, well, there's this thing in the industry that's called firsts and seconds and thirds and fourths and yeah. fifths, right? It's regarding the quality of the tile. And what you've chosen is the least quality tile to install
0: yeah get it again from like discount tiles that's what it is so you 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 learn from that right
1: so okay so jason i know that you said at the beginning you're very nervous about being on the show man i've never
0: (laughs) i I don't dude i have no friends (laughs) like i have a handful of friends i know a lot of people i don't smoke i don't drink i don't engage in social activities i don't go to sporting where there's lots of people I'm not there.
1: I'm not a people person you know, either, man. The I'd only bars go I've with...
0: ever worked at are the one. The only bars I've ever gone to are the ones I've worked at. If it's like a so, hey, we're having our Canada Day thing. You want to come <laughs> over and drink? I was like, fuck, nope. <laughs>
1: All right, you know. so I gotta do a little bit of a, a little bit more. So on IG, the Keystone Contractor, you'll find Jason there. His uh, his website's gonna be up soon, w Info at the I also want to let everybody know that the skills competition is still going on. I'm giving $1,500 away. Go ahead, man. Crack it open. That's not a beer. That's a
0: buble. Buble, yeah. Buble. Being a type 2 diabetic, <laughs> I can't have any sugar And you brought anymore. me all
1: these things, and I feel so bad, but I'm going to enjoy them, and I'm going to thank Laura so much. Um, so the skills competition, guys, is still going on. Shoot me the email. Just send me pictures. Send me a video. Send me a breakdown, like a brief write-up of what you built this year that you're proud of. Come Labor Day, I'm going to choose a winner. That's it. That's and then, awesome. And I'm going to e-transfer 1500 bucks to wherever it is around the world that's it because i've spoken to so many people in europe in australia in china in the u.s and canada i love it ireland england everywhere so i love it so i love that the show is doing that let's get back on it man um lots of bones to pick then
0: yeah i've got uh, well it's funny <laughs> under my um construction bones that one of them was supplier extortion they've was...
1: gotten worse because of the pandemic yeah i um and it's I... sad that they and have it's funny because i
0: like I go whenever I go into the depot or where I'm going, I, I always take pictures because then they're date stamped. And yeah. I'm watching like the sixty dollars sheet supply plywood are now fifty one.
1: Where are they at now? Because I know last week they were they dropped to eighty eight. Yeah, so, they're so, down
0: a bit. Like half like oh, half inch OSB and what's half it inch plywood uh, fifty one ninety eight. So it's down. It's but,
1: down, but we've got the wildfires going on, and I'm just paying attention to that wildfire action. And all of a sudden, I'm waiting for them to say, "Well, it's going to go back up."
0: Like when Katrina hit and you had to build tons of houses, I bought two skids of plywood back then, and I wasn't even building yeah. I just bought them because I knew and it I did what I did I bought them at like twenty two bucks a sheet and I sold them at eighty bucks a sheet <laughs> you know because I saw that because you like, could because I think plywood's going up, but yeah. I was younger yeah right now i i I just, I just buy it now to hoard it you keep it for myself when the price like you know, buy low sell high so have you done that no I that, it's too high now. Well, the things so so when COVID hit, like I said, I did the, like I usually do like two or three bathrooms a year just to fill winter time. Yeah. But I've been heavy on like just full-blown renos, and again and I have to be careful because I walked into a reno back in 18 after my arm kind of healed. I walked into a reno, she bought a house, things were fine, you know, 160 grand, a couple bathrooms, nothing special she bought the place sold her place in Toronto had a condo up here lived 5 minutes away we started renovating the house and where do you stop it was mice mold Everything, water eh? like the, it, we went from an entire 1600 basement fully gutted right to the nuts changing and then once she and then she's a designer and they want what they want so when we started started rebuilding what we had, our blueprint, was like pfft, gone. You know, then next thing you know, it's custom. This, like, and that's a, when I first got my... But ex- that was
1: never presented in the beginning when she... No, because hired- it wasn't
0: even an option, you know, as...
1: Because she- of money?
0: No, it was... Well, we, she had an idea for the house and was going to remold certain aspects of the house to suit what she wanted. Got it. But then once we started pulling drywall down and you're finding mice, mice, mice and the poop, and she's a tiny, dainty, like she's a tough-ass designer that's traveled the world. But yeah. she's she looks like a mouse, but she's a freaking lioness, <laughs> right? And then she sees that. She's like, nope, I want it out, want it out. So we just start chasing, chasing, chasing. Next thing you know, we've gutted two-thirds of the house. But then you're
1: keeping track with her on all these extras.
0: Yeah, well, this is it. And And at this point, there's no contract. It's just kind of like, again, if I would have known that that scope of work was gonna be had, then I would have hired the appropriate people, got all my ducks in a row. I'm now starting it with the gut and the intention in August to move forward with what we were planning on doing. And then we ended up gutting everything. And now it's like, well, now I need plumbers, I need electricians, I need all these extra hands. And everyone's like, yeah, we're busy, go fuck yourself basically like like I had nobody so now I'm one guy rebuilding an entire reno that needed a team of people the thing that really got my nuts is she had the audacity to say to me well Jason I know this is your first big project and I feel that you're a little unprepared and I said to her I said (laughs) yeah I was because I wasn't told this is what you were looking for I'm not one to walk away and just leave because I would have walked away Mm -hmm. good luck She would have paid three, four times as much. How did that eventually end? And I mean, and in that that three-month reno turned out to be eleven months of my life.
1: Yeah, it was basically a full-scale build.
0: Yeah. And I mean, and I was about, just on my end, we we're about four hundred thousand. There was a couple hundred thousand to the landscape, and every other trade that she sought out and brought in, custom this, custom that, every they all constantly just let her down. We'll be here this day, not showing up. If anyone ever tells you they're showing up on a Thursday or a Friday, they're not Just know up. they're coming next week. <laughs> if it's eleven a.m. or eleven p.m., I'll get that email to you tonight. You'll see it tomorrow or the next day. Yeah, I do it all the time.
1: Are these trades coming from the city, or coming from Collingwood, or coming up in the north, or
0: most of the guys? I tried to keep local. Okay. Uh, her partner, boyfriend—they were not married, but they were together forever he was an ex hydro a retired hydro 1 worker Th- one of these guys that solved the problems so like super intelligent one of those guys who's so smart that you know he sees the plumber doing stuff and he's correcting the plumber and the plumber's going what the fuck <laughs> you know so like they were literally like screaming arguments on the site and she's and he kind of took over where the money starts going and this and that. In the end, it ended well because I, I sucked up what I sucked up. I made I made my money. I did my thing. I just made sure because it's a small town, and I'm not going to walk away from that going screw you. I'm out of here. Yeah, I'll the finish word, it. Come out. Yeah, yeah. I'll finish it. I'll do what I got to do, and I've gone back to do it. The odd few thing. We're still friends. Well. She didn't refer me to anybody, but at the same time... Were if, you happy with it at the yeah, end of oh, it? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, eh? it's one of the first jobs on my... That's my first experience to laying 24 by 48 inch tile. And I did that by myself. Wow. So. I learned all the lessons <laughs> I needed That's like so. How
1: are you laying it down? Are you using suction or no? You one going, suction cup One yeah. suction, yeah
0: And I mean, I'm a Schluter guy So it's all set or nothing Yeah And laying it And like, again I, The attention to I like the attention to detail on anything It takes me what it takes me And if I lose money I'm never losing money I'm just not going to be as well paid As maybe I'd like to be Yeah, your profit margin. But I've never in my life lost money No one's ever stiffed me on a job because I don't allow it to happen. If I'm doing window and door orders, I need fifty percent up front. Like I need to have a You're committed to the contract now. I tell people that I'm not paying for your product for you to turn around and go, oh well he'll do it for ten thousand cheaper. Uh, we'll use him. Screw you. I'm like, no. Like it doesn't happen. I don't I don't put myself in those situations. And if people say, Well, we're not comfortable paying you so much money up front, we don't want to deal with this, I'm like, then Fine, pound salt. Find somebody else. Then you else. can find somebody else. Yeah. There's no. And shortage. you already
1: know that's going to be a story later on. Going, listen, we hired somebody and they stiffed us and they walked away. Yeah. And I've had can enough, you come back and help us? And- I've had
0: enough people that I see the writing on the wall when it's yeah. happening. The questions yeah. they ask. Well, what if we want to save this? And if there's all these, and people will substitute words like, well, we're on a budget. Uh, they'll use words like, well, it's a very conservative budget we have. It's so these are all red flags for you. Yeah. Like, you know, you got to vet the clients, man. Yeah. You and, have to. And I'm not interested because like, on Windows especially, high end, there's product out there that is selling as high end and it's crap. Like, I mean, we do a lot of LaPage orders and LaPage is big, heavy and expensive. They That's worth it? A hundred percent. Yeah. I, I like-
1: I've done two of them and I'm, I'm really happy with the I quality. Really I see like the quality. Order. Yeah. I totally. But it's expensive. man. But I mean,
0: right. an entry door... Is like five six grand.
1: Yeah, it's twice the size. Twice, easily twice the price of yeah. a regular door.
0: And that's just a basic door. Yeah. You start you'd adding get, bells and whistles to it. You get all the aluminum on the outside. You get a multi-point lock involved. You get the wood. You got now. You got to go and stain it and finish it. Yep. It's
1: nuts. Because all of their units, correct me if I'm wrong, are they all wood on the inside, uh, or they come primed?
0: Uh, they. You can get them primed. You can get them painted okay. white, black, whatever. You can get. But
1: they don't do vinyl. They're wood units, right? Is that right?
0: If I am, I've never done, I've never seen a If I'm doing vinyl, I'm not calling lapage.
1: No, I don't right? think they do it. The to other, be honest.
0: there's only other one company, um, uh, Ostaco Windows and Doors. Okay, they do, they they. I, it's the one I like the most. They do a vinyl window, but they do like a wood veneer on the inside. Okay, so it's a mixture of actual wood. But, like, over the window stops and other things, it's like a veneer. So, it's a stick on, but it's actually wood based. So, you can stain it. Okay. And you can do pine. So, pine stains to look like pine, cedar, whatever um, you've got. But it's still
1: real wood veneer on it. Yes. Nice. Cherry,
0: oak, depending okay. on the texture you want, right? We did a project with uh, Kohler okay Kohler does another product think home hardware is selling it now again wood on the inside vinyl on the outside it is I mean it's the only project I've done with it it's just built differently one's not better than the other I'm not gonna get into that how long windows should last a good vinyl window can last to 25, 35 years. No like, Lifetime. Right? It depends. Like, if you've got a window that's on the southern side that's getting high exposure, high heat. Yeah, that's the difference. And yeah. now, for the past three years, like, it's 80% of my sales are black. And everybody peop- wants And that. people are black in and black out. Yeah. And putting black inside, it's just, you know, I'll put the window in and then. You know the drywalling—it's this. They they get damaged and scratch. It's always dirty. Yeah. But people want what they want, and I mean, and I tell people everything. I'll try to not dissuade them, but I'll just let them know because you know you've done stuff, and they're like, "Well, what's all this filth on here? This is your home. You're asking the wrong person." <laughs> you know. And it's in like even humidity. Yeah. We'll replace a window, and well, there's still a lot of humidity and dr- drops on the window, and I'm like. Yeah, but But that's you,
1: an HVAC issue. This
0: is an exactly they're the relative humidity point in your home needs yes. to control that. Yes. You need to work with somebody. That's that's not, but don't you
1: find that clients always want to point the finger at somebody oh, to the and, and then that's not necessarily pointing the finger at the right person either.
0: And I try to I will talk to people and appease them and try to get their mindset is like the moisture on the window is not a window problem per se. It could be, because if you got like an old cheap Builder grade window, this and that. If you've got an, a really old window, single pane, you're not getting that because the house is, yeah. you know, fresh and breezy. Yeah. But like, you know, the
1: first thing I would be looking at is the the air quality inside the house. Yeah. Like
0: is there even a register in the room, where's the yeah. nearest air return? Yeah. And if they have like, well, you got three kids and four dogs. I'm like, yeah, you're living in a jungle. Yeah, you need to get the body temp is increased. Yeah, in exactly, here. right. So, I but see then a they lot of get that. frustrated
1: by you trying to educate them on science at that point when they feel that you're a contractor and you shouldn't really know this information. But we know this information because we yeah. are dealing with these problems. Well,
0: that's and that's luckily one of the things I guess because I like I said I like to learn and know what I know. So with COVID when covid started next thing you know like because i'm a one-stop shop you know and i've built i've done everything from building homes icf metal i've worked in the do you commercial like ICF? i love it
1: i gotta still do it i want to do it but i mean I've, I've had um i did three homes yeah. when we first
0: moved up here i built helped a guy he trained me on new dura yeah that's what was, i keep hearing and about, he yeah. was a real smart contractor yeah. and he was innovating a lot of stuff they even took uh, stuff that he was doing with like cantilevered beams and stuff and they adopted it because his dad was an engineer and they're
1: they could, getting into platforms now they're getting into floor structures and roof structures yeah now, right yeah which basically means that the whole structure is going to be that way
0: like icf i like it because like so many reasons good r value yeah. the water keeping it out keeping yeah. everything thermally bonded you've got rebar in there you've just the
1: thermal mass of heating and, yeah, the way your house is going to breathe at that All point. All
0: I can say is if you're ever doing ICF, don't be a big, strong guy on site because you'll be the one with the concrete vibrator plunging it in and out of the walls while they're doing the pours. So yeah. by the end of the day, you're like...
1: <laughs> I know. It's I know. brutal.
0: Um, but no, like we did... Um, but when COVID started, so I got a bathroom call and then we just rolled from bathroom to bath windows and doors kind of went on hold because i was so busy with bathrooms Mm -hmm. and it was just one to another to another to another to another it just you you
1: never get the clients who always want like i saw this amazing spa like bathroom on some tv show or whatever or some magazine or pinterest house or whatever and we want it for 25k
0: no because i tell people i just give them realistic i said here's what we have like they'll they'll give me a wish list. And I've used that line a few times, like, okay, well we have a budget of twenty five. Well, how'd you come up with that number? Yeah. And it's like, just because you have access to this money doesn't mean you're getting what you want. So I'll run through it and say, Great, you have forty thousand dollars worth of what you want. So cut some stuff back or find some more money. We can't do both. You and know?
1: if you potentially find another person who's gonna tell you what you want to hear it may not turn out the way you think it's going to turn out. Yeah,
0: And I've had people come back and not so much apologize, but they're like, that's the other thing with my construction bone to pick are the lies the contractors tell, because there are guys that will come in and they'll say we can do it. And then it's the billbacks, the yeah. extras Yeah, and that just, they just one, fall on that. One thing I've learned is, so this is why when I bid on stuff, when I charge stuff, I take those into consideration and it's part of the price. If we're doing something for 50 and if they look at it, and I'll do do a line item of the scope of work, but it's a final figure. How I make my money is my business and this and that. And if they want to nitpick and see a line. Are you
1: separating your profit? presenting it to them that way you're not separating your management fee or like like that
0: we want a widget perfect here's what a widget will cost okay and how we get there is on me if you want a different looking widget i'll change the shape size style and now you have a -a watchamacallit great here's what the watchamacallit will cost this is what's
1: going to cost yeah
0: and we'll get the final figure down to something you can afford or can work with and it's as simple as that and I try to stay true to my contracts. By the time I'm at a job working with people, they're not screwing you over. Like the contracts. If it's a bathroom, I'll try to do 25 on signing. So you've reserved the slot. The day I show up, it's another 25%. A buddy of mine, he has a good renovation business. He's the one that shared his contract with me. Okay. So he's 50% right on the day of starting. Then I
1: find that a lot. That's a big chunk of change. I mean, if it's a hundred thousand dollar job, you're given fifty thousand dollars before nothing's been done.
0: Well, I mean, 25 is just to hold the small, yeah, it's true. You know? But yeah. again, I mean, on a, a fifty thousand dollar bathroom, it sounds like a lot, but as you know, I mean,
1: it goes fast.
0: I can put 10 grand just in taps in the sink, yeah, I know, you know what I mean? It goes fast, just in the shower assembly. Yeah. I mean, your plumber electrician can be you know, 15 grand right there. And I but haven't even client, shown up yet.
1: The clients are looking at it like, okay, well, we're not actually going to see the finished product for a while. Yeah. All all the window dressing, so to speak. Yeah. But we're going to give you X amount of dollars right at the beginning, and that just makes them a little nervous. But right? again,
0: when again, like I said, like the people are not finding me on any social media. It's like you know, well, we had Jason come over talk to him. He's the guy you want, or. It's all word of mouth.
1: That's how it has to be.
0: It's that's the only way it is for yeah. me. And I know I've heard of, you know, they say like, you can't just rely on that. And I agree. It's a bad business decision, but seems to work.
1: Why do you think people are hiring you, Jason? Well, I mean, I, I honestly, I haven't hired you yet, but I could see that your personality puts me at ease, man. I just so, don't screw around. Yeah, like I'm direct. Exactly people. It.
0: They ask me what they want. I will address it. I will talk with them about it. But Listen. It's like they want a purple and pink bathroom, and I'll say, they're like, what do you think? And I'm like, it doesn't matter. If you love it, I'll build it. It's not mine. And if they say, well, I want this outcome, and I said, well, we're going to throw money at it until it gets what you want. But it's going to cost what this costs. If you want an exorbitant, if you want like e and all these exotic hardwoods in here, It's a premium, Mm -hmm. you know, and even if they're supplying the tile, like you say, if there's a product already there, I will go in and I will just say, I'm going to measure it, squareness, edges on the flat, is this bowing, I'm going to take it, I'm going to cut a couple pieces with the snap cutter and with the grinder, because even even great quality tile can explode on a grinder. Well, how many times
1: have we seen great quality porcelain that's premium charged has a major bow in it?
0: Yeah. Well, like when I did that uh, big Renault and I laid over 350 2x4 tile more or less by myself, I had to give up using this, the Montelit 48-inch snap cutter because and I mean, it was 100 bucks a tile. Yeah. And after four tiles not snapping evenly, I'm like, we're going to run out of tile. Yeah. So I had to cut each one with the grinder to get the precise cuts just so we didn't waste tile
1: it wasn't snapping properly it, it was just yeah
0: and i mean like you could it would snap like seven eighths of the way and then the last crunk really i'm like oh
1: wonder why i was doing and that. i mean
0: and i have montelet snap cutters i yeah, have yeah which is a good quality cutters. yeah i have good cutters and i i lubricate my wheels and and it's just i don't know what it is where did they get the tile from italy but see that's the thing it is it literally that he- took 4 months to come on a boat. Oh wow. Like eh? it was the, and we were there for 11 months. So she ordered it, so like in the middle of winter the tile showed up and now we're laying tile. Like it was it was an event. The first week was horrible. The second week you're getting better. The, the last 3 4 5 weeks you're as strong as an ox and moving <laughs> tile with one arm, you know. And I had and I tried to hire guys and it's the hiring of people because they take so long to do it that I'm just faster on my own. I could lay 15 to 16 tiles a day by myself, and I could only do 12 or 11 having a helper mm-hmm. because I'm always watching them. They're they're not mixing it right. It's 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 too stiff. It's 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 too loose. You know they're not going fast enough because I'm I'm am just an ox. I'll just attach. I you know, stuff but yeah, at it. some
1: point you're going to have to pass it on. No, like aren't you looking at? the future thinking, I got to pass this knowledge on to somebody else. Well, again,
0: thankfully, because of your influence on me, now we are making the proper investments and we're making our money go to work and for us. Yeah. You know, we've been, we're doing well, but we're not spending frivolously. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing at my age, like I've got the stuff. The trucks paid for, the tools were all paid for.
1: The I'm business a, is set established. Yeah.
0: Like I'm a I'm a DeWalt guy through and through. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> you know, so But I mean <laughs> but there's I don't, a lot of yellow. But <laughs> I mean at the same time, I don't flamboyantly show it off. If I get a new tool or something cool that's fun, I would never post my entire collection because I find that too, a little too braggy. <laughs> and being as a guy that I don't drink, I don't smoke I don't spend my money On anything other than tools my, my motto is Why rent it When you can own it
1: It's true So It's true man But are you also finding That tools are not lasting As long as they used to last
0: They last long enough for me Yeah Like They're
1: like, not falling apart
0: Like even like The reciprocating saw If I'm cutting windows out A battery one Even if I get a year out of it Dude Even if I get a month out of it It's paid for itself You know It's a hundred bucks If Who it cares? serves its purpose yeah. Because
1: it's true You can purchase a bare tool for 100 200 bucks and it's done you go right back at it again. yeah
0: like like we're at the point now where like you know all the big equipment's paid for like i'm doing a lot of work on my house this year i've taken time to work on our property i've got an excavator and a skid steer that i'm purchasing
1: it just makes more sense
0: but the thing is if i save the money i'll pay more to the government and taxes mm-hmm. we already do an ounce of landscaping and stuff already so i buy the machines i can now have that. Bigger option to use when we're doing foundations. Plus, it benefits your business. Plus, this and that, and it's and it means so the money is it's now a write-off for us instead of buying a nice. Because we were talking about maybe getting into a new van, but trucks and vans aren't available right now. Nope. So there
1: aren't any on the lots. I'm
0: a year and a half, two years out anyway. So purchase this stuff. It offsets the business costs. But you got a cube, right? Yeah, a six, sixteen-foot uh, GMC van.
1: There's a huge amount of space in there. Huh? Well,
0: like I, I've had, I had truck and trailer for years. Yeah. Right. And where we live, we live in the country. parking's never an issue because we're on. But you'll still come across a tight site. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, it's like, and my trailer is attached to my truck twenty-four-seven, like. It doesn't get dropped on site because especially in the early days of windows and doors, you're back and forth all the time. You're in and out. Even a whole house, you're only there maybe a week. And even then, if it's a residential and they're living there, you're not leaving your trailer there. They just don't like it or there's no space for it. So it's always attached. I buy heavy-duty equipment. So I'll get trailer, tandem axle, twin 6,000 pound. Like I've learned you know, you go through a few models to figure it out, to get there, to get there. And but, you got there. But every year or two, your new tires, like new tires on a truck and trailer, you're like, this is four grand easily, you know, your yellow sticker every year, excuse me, CVOR, everything. It's every, and that's the thing. Like I go out of my way to make sure that my trailer is yellow stickered. I got my, all the insurances I need. So when I go out to a place and I'm giving a price and they're like, well, so-and-so is cheaper. And they're showing up in, like, a Ford Ranger with, like, a single axle or, like, next to nothing. Open
1: mid-trailer kind of thing. They're
0: skimping through, trying to make the, you know, oh, well, you don't need a permit for that. Mm -hmm. You're doing a window cut-in. You need a permit. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Like, I've worked for a lot of guys, and luckily, I care about the work I do, so I make sure it's... More than code, it's beefed up. Yeah. It's an LVL. It's an LSL. It's yeah. glued. It's nailed. You know? Your
1: membrane, you know, the all the openings. Your it depends on. I guess it depends on what they purchase and what they're doing.
0: For my customers now, yes, yeah. my blue skin goes down. My waterproofing. The previous people I've worked for, never, no permits. Not even,
1: not even like black poly. No,
0: nothing. Well, actually, when we take a window out. That all gets cut out because when you take apart any window, I've never yet taken out a window, a door. And sure, you may have house wrap. You may have your six mil, like your, like your poly yeah, vapor barrier. Yeah, connected to the house wrap somehow. There may even be black poly around the window. There's not an ounce of tuck tape to be seen. No. It's drafty.
1: Staples just to hold it in place. Staples
0: to hold it in place. So when we take a window out, all that comes out. So that when we put the window in, caulk it, and foam it, at least the foam goes from your window surface to the wood to the frame. Zero leaks. Yeah. Cause if you foam it to the poly, to the house wrap or whatever it is, then you know, it's only as good as the house wrap ceiling. And if yeah. that's not sealed, the wind is Property. coming in. It's frustrating because when you're working for when you work even though you're your own boss and your subcontractor, you decide how the work is done. There's also budgetary considerations, and I can go and do all these extra things and spend the extra 150, but I'm not getting that back from no, them. No. so and they don't care.
1: That's. The, I was just about to say that the clients don't really care about all that and stuff that's I, behind.
0: And I watched other contractors do the shoddiest work. you I'd speak bring,
1: up or you just stand there? Oh and no, I. Dude, you, you I'm speak a, up.
0: I'm as vocal as a... (laughs) Yeah. I I go out of my... You have to, man. I go out of my way to complain about it. But that's how... I would even take pictures. That's how we
1: make friends, man. Like I ever... I always make so many friends when I speak up and I just question, why don't you just take the five, ten minutes to...
0: I could be missing two fingers on this (laughs) hand and I could count the friends I have. So yeah, I'm a popular guy. Yeah. I, I speak up and I voice my opinion because so many others Just won't They're scared It of goes what-
1: back to what you said Everyone just comes in grumpy And yeah. they're just heads down They don't give a shit about Not anything. to mention
0: I love conflict So, I mean, if I can do something and come and talk to you... The I get,
1: the less I love conflict, man. I do love...
0: I I don't mean like I want to come up and like start fighting with you. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, if I can mention some words and and watch you squirm, I'm like, yeah, (laughs) let's see you, you know. People don't like to talk about sex or money. I bring that up all the time, (laughs) you know. Politics? I'm not... I mean, I see what I see and I'll talk about it all day, but i'm not educated i don't like to speak of anything that i'm not have enough opinion on
1: so keep it at sex and money yeah that's you know, it
0: <laughs> like the covid the virus is it good is it bad that c- conspiracy oh you know, I've, i'm done that conversation i don't i don't have enough information yeah. that's valuable enough for me to form an opinion vegetarian meat eater you know all these things like what i know what works for me when i what, when i hurt my arm That was fine. It went forward. And then a couple years later, I got on to our volunteer fire department. Okay. So I had to shave my beard off, which was catastrophic because I've (laughs) had that on my face for 15 years. But, you know, whatever. It's for a greater cause. I went through the training process. And doing that, you have to go have a physical. Went to the doctor, had a physical. He's like, oh, your blood sugar levels are kind of high. I'm like, well, how high should they be? And the nurse almost wanted to slap me on the back of the head and went, idiot, zero. <laughs> <laughs> like they were high.
1: Really that high, And huh?
0: And, I, you know, I mean, I eat good food, but I also, I'm a, like my addiction is sugar. Yeah. Sugar and carbs. Yeah. Like whose isn't? It's meant to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, you've, I've given it up and controlled it knowing it's not bad for me. But when I found out that diagnosis that like you're type 2 diabetic, I'm like, well, fuck it. See you later, sugar. And that was it. And that was it. Cold turkey. Cold turkey. Now... That
1: was not easy.
0: You know, when you don't know, it's, it's difficult, right? Because yeah. you don't have a reason to. When you're facing... Because with diabetes comes high blood pressure, high cholesterol. It's all connected. <laughs> Once yeah. I cut those things out, all of a sudden, all this pain disappears. All this inflammation is gone. I lose weight. I feel better. Then I... Just discovered like uh, about a year ago a carnivore diet. Okay. So, just basically eating meat, steak, chicken, like just And that samples. helped? Dude, I, yeah. Really? I've, I've gone back to the doctor. They took a blood sample and they had to do it again because they didn't believe it was from me. Really? And he's like, yeah. So, and again.
1: So, you've decreased your sugar and carb was, and you increased your protein. Yeah.
0: I basically an, and intermittent fasting.
1: Intermittent fasting is huge. Everyone so, should start doing that. Like
0: I, I eat like 9, 10 o'clock latest, and then I won't eat again until like the next day around four or five.
1: Yeah, so I like it's similar. I do the bulletproof, right? Where basically you have your dinner around six, seven, yeah. try to do it before eight. Yeah. Then you don't eat. In the morning you wake up, you have your coffee. Yeah. One coffee, that's it. And then you don't eat until noon.
0: And I don't drink coffee or tea, I just drink Like the fizzy waters. That's it, Yeah. That's it. That's good enough for me. Yeah, it's nice. Because the more I tried to do like those keto diets, introducing like sugar substitutes, well, the more I learned, there was that book uh, from Jason Fung, and he's a doctor. He's done the research. I have no reason not to believe what he says. Okay. But I also noticed it in my body. If I was to have an artificial sweetener, stevia, as soon as you still try to substitute the sugar, you're never getting away from those cravings. Sometimes, like last night, the stuff my wife made you, I had some of them. I had a horrible night's sleep and I woke up. So bloated. you feel it in your body. Oh, as soon as I put any carbs or sugar in, because I keep them away so often, as soon as I have it, instantly get a headache, instantly get tired. Feel like crap, and I get bloated. What
1: about gluten free? Have you tried gluten free pastas or anything like that? Or no?
0: Well, again, even gluten free, the problem is the carb count. It's,
1: carb, it's still in there. And then once the carbs yeah. get in, because
0: carbohydrates. Still can, and I tried. Gluten, well, they turn into sugar. But I, yeah, because yeah. even the best carbs still turn into simple sugars. Exactly. Yeah. Complex whatever, it's yeah. still sugar. Yeah. And if you're, it's the sugar that's and, killing me. Am I? My I don't have a weight loss goal. I just have a not dying goal. <laughs> so some days I'll be ravenous and I'll eat. And right now I'm going through. I'm not interested in food, so I'm eating minimal. I'm not. Tired, like it doesn't affect me. I can still go and work. This now the gyms are open. I've kind of gone back to working out, getting my body back. And I'm
1: just you know. curious, and you don't have to answer it. But I, how come the no booze thing? Is that just a personal choice, or I? You don't have to get into it. If no, it's no, a personal, no, 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 it's, no. Yeah. It's
0: just I never did. I never. I never, like, when I remember taking, I've been drunk twice in my life. It was both before I was 18. The first time I was like, oh God, that was brutal. <laughs> the second time I felt like an asshole because I'm like, well, that sucked the first time. Why did I not learn from this? So I never did it again. Cause you're a teenager. And I was a teenager. And again, I, even at 16, I always looked older than I did. So even 16, 17 years old, fully sh- like shaved. In all my nice preppy high school clothes. You I would go and get served at the LCBO, and the dirty hobo behind me that looks like he's 60 is getting carded. So, but I was also the first of my friends to have a vehicle right at 16. Yeah. So I was I just never took to it. And when I was younger, I was an angry It was a horrible, angry childhood. Thank my dad for that. You you against the world. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. okay. And it was just, I mean, people, I try to tell people it's like, everybody has their moments of anger, of fear, of unhappiness. I was just always in a dark spot and I would have moments of joy, happiness, this and that, and years of therapy and talking it out and just getting over it. You know, you, you learn, you grow and learn, right? And my biggest motto is, adapt improvise and overcome yeah just figure it out you know yeah. and i find that work solves all my problems if you're unhappy go to work because of what we do yeah it's yeah. i love what i do so i don't even work it's like even if i was retired like, like you even, start
1: the day and before you know it, the day is done even and, if i and won you, a lot yeah, even I if
0: i won a lottery i'd still be like flipping houses yeah. just because it's cool it's cool yeah i know, you know? So I just never took to it. And and drinking, you know, when you drink you get that, that the tingling and the and, and, and in the alcohol you start to get hot. And I'm like, ugh. I never liked the way I felt. And when I would drink and get drunk, I'd get or tipsy, I'd get angry and belligerent. <laughs> and so but by the time I was like nineteen and legal to go into bars, I was already in the gym now. I was just jacked and big you were
1: transforming your body i was in that world of bodybuilding and working out and
0: every little substance that goes with it i was just inundated with that i was i was a big guy so i started bouncing working at bars and when you work and my job i'm not there to fight right i'm there to keep the peace and make so so you observe you crowd control and from that we got into bodyguarding personal bodyguarding then chasing guys guys that owe people oh, money man,
1: you got to meet carlito one day like, man he basically know, went down the same road
0: all these things that you do when you're a big strong guy yeah with like zero conscience yeah you know it's like a switch you know and that's why the military liked me and I'm like I got to get out because this is going to be bad in the long term. <laughs> so, but again, not a team player. Like yeah. do this and I would question everything, right? I question everything to this day. Just cuz somebody says it is doesn't mean doesn't mean it is because yeah. people lie. So, so right so. now
1: you've got your son working with you, but are you any plans at all? Like have you gone down the road of trying to hire people?
0: I've had dozens and, and nothing, dozens. Nothing. I've I've just given up because
1: You have no faith in it that you can find? I'm done
0: with the disappointment. And where we live, it's such a small pond to be fishing out of, and nobody's restocked that pond. Kids that come through, they're they're away from school on the weekend, or they're home for the summer, I'll hire them. But half of these little pricks don't even show up. I'm not kidding. They don't call, they don't text, they don't nothing? Oh, they'll they'll call. So at 4 o'clock in the morning... Disturbing my much They'll call needed you sneak. at four o'clock. In I'll the get a text. Hey man, I've been up all night. I'm feeling sick. I'm not gonna be able to make it. I've confirmed I'm gonna pick you up at they don't drive. I gotta pick you up at seven. We'll meet on site. I need you to do these heavy lifting. And he's like, I just not feeling well. I can't make it. Wow. Fuck you. Wow. Like, and of course, you know, my wife and my son and People will try to say to me, like, oh, come on, give them another chance. Why? One. Yeah. Everyone gets one. Why should they get another chance? Like, Tell me. I, I'm, and I won't give it because I'm stubborn that way. I am a prick when it comes to stuff like that.
1: Do you have faith in that they'll find something one day? I like,
0: don't care.
1: The, at that point, they're out of your and they're gone. They're out so. of my
0: hair. I've had guys, the best one, I had a kid working for me. And again I took him on cuz his parents need asking for a job this and that and he was a hockey player. He was buff. All he wanted to do was work out. Well, not work so much. But like but you, know, work out. you know and you no know, man bun. So that says it right there. <laughs> right? And he just graduated. So I had two guys working for me about the same age. One kid came from nothing, left home, drove a piece of crap Ford truck that he bought himself he's renting he's making it they're both making the same wage right and he's he's showing up he's working he had his own problems but whatever
1: but he's making the effort but
0: he was making an effort he's like you know trying to make his way for himself where the privileged millennial would show up in like a brand new four-door jeep you know and he would he came in the one day and again this is the bragging Like he'd come in, he's like, yeah, I got home. My parents just got me this new iPhone. I had Swisholet for dinner and I took their Jeep and they got rid of my car. And the other kid who's like struggling, struggling, he's just like sitting there going red seething. (laughs) And I'm like, dude, I said, stop comparing yourself to other people. You know, I said, because that kid now who was struggling, he moved back to Revelstoke and he's opened up his own. Granted weed shop, whatever, but he has opened, he is a business owner having a thriving money making business with multiple employees, trucks, he's like got responsibilities. he's doing it Yeah. and the other kid basically came to me the one day and said, this is the best line. And I tell people, do you think I can get a raise? Like I'm at this point considering, do you
1: think I can get a raise? He's like,
0: yeah, I think I need a raise. And I'm and mentally I'm thinking I don't know whether to keep this kid or get rid of him. And he thinks he wants a raise. And I said, so is he
1: not l- sensing those vibes, of You?
0: I mean, and you can see I'm not.
1: I'm pretty sure Stevie Wonder can see those. vibes I'm not vibes shy coming when it
0: comes to showing how I ex- feel. Ex- if exactly. I'm displeased so how did with he you. not see these, man? So he says, I say to him, I said, first of all, no. <laughs> Secondly, why do you think you need a raise? <laughs> Millennial answer of the year. Well, my parents think I should be making more money. Oh, wow. And I said to him, I said, okay. Wow. I said, so you already know that this is the end of it. Because if anyone asks me for a raise, if you deserve a raise, you'll know because I'll give it to you. Yeah. I'll right? come up to you and I'll discuss so it with you. So you're asking for one, and I always say, like, have at least three reasons why. Give a what have you been doing, what do you bring, and what are you looking to do if you get more money. Right, Give reasons and justify it and yeah. what will happen because yeah. of it. And he did none of that. So again, he didn't with, have
1: a response for any one of those Within
0: like a week or two, as soon as they asked for that within a week or two, I don't even have to do anything. They just,
1: they, they basically sacrifice themselves. Yeah. That's all it is. And
0: with windows and doors, especially everybody comes in full of piss and vinegar. They're like, yeah, we can lift this. We'll make you proud. Man. We'll do this. Nobody knows how to, like I can, you know, you're in, you can yeah. pick up a heavy object. I can pick up a fridge because I know how to balance it and move it big patio doors when you once you get that balance point it's easy but you do need a certain amount of strength yeah but again as a laborer so if i'm there doing the tech if we're doing four panel patio doors when i have guys working for me we could rock for a day but their only job is to lift panels down and let's so that's 16 pan, 32 plus garbage that's
1: hard that's and a lot you got to be their, smart about and it and
0: i can pay It doesn't matter how much you pay them it's too hard. Everybody quits for the same reason. It's too hard. Then that's why you don't but see that's... a ton of window and door installers. Or if you do see them, they're in teams. Like yeah. three, four guys. Like the, the companies in Barrie, like Northern Window, North, Northern okay. Comfort, yeah. Kemp and Felt. They send three or four guys. They send teams of guys to go and work. Individual players doing this. Like I come from a weightlifting, weight training background, so to me, heavy shit. I'm just, I, I just lift. I'm an. It's ox. just second nature. That's I all it is. I am a pack mule. Yeah. I move heavy objects slowly. I am not a gazelle. If there's a life-altering situation that requires me to run to save your life, <laughs> greet death quickly because <laughs> I'm not going to be able to save you. <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> no, man, it's true. And I, uh, so the parents actually said they. he he should be making more
0: more money and i was just i i and i told him i said never give that as an answer to anybody ever again at least
1: you gave him some good advice there man just because that's not going to get him to come and like go forward i
0: mean and and and, i mean people raise their kids how they are they're raising their kids because they want them to have the best of everything sure but i mean and i'm probably doing it to my kids I, i got a 23 year old daughter a 21 year old son and a 12 or 13, however old he is, son. I forget birthdays. <laughs> My wife lets me know. Um, you know what I mean? Like, And I give them what they want. I ask as little as possible. I try not to overburden them because I, you know, I was left alone as a kid. My dad was a complete asshole. When he was gone, it was great. Like, I, I had no relationship with him. You just, sar- cynicism and sarcasm is how yeah. he raised his kids. I got beaten mercilessly. You know, but back in the day, people hit their kids. So I got hit fists, hands, belts, whatever. Brooms,
1: sticks, two by fours. I I also
0: had appropriate training in how to hurt people. I never hit my kids because I've also learned through that cycle that hitting somebody doesn't solve an issue. It's just my inability to understand what I'm dealing with. Now, at the same time, I've met some kids that need to be goddamn beaten. <laughs> I seriously think some kids could use like more discipline than Tommy going the stairs you, and having time don't, out. You
1: don't have enough rags on the job site to wipe up all those tears if you hit any yeah. of these kids, man.
0: And I'm very mm. and I'm like when we're working, we're working. Yeah, you're feeling hurt. You know, if you don't feel work or don't work, show yeah. up or don't show up. Yeah, just tell me I don't feel well. I was out drinking, doing this. I'd rather that
1: than you tell me some sort of piss-poor excuse that I've
0: tried I've tried to hire young kids that want to learn It's too hard I've tried to hire a guy with a kid because at least I know he's got a reason to wake up in the morning And again, it's like there's always something if they're not driving. They don't have a driver's license There's a reason for it. That's not because I just never got around to it if you don't have a driver's license, you're late on your kid payments. There's a drug charge, a weapon charge. There's something. If you have all these abilities that I have and you're not working, there's a substance. There's some other something issue. Something is preventing you yeah. from. Yeah. So, I, 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 and nobody green wants to come in. They'll work at other places and then maybe in their 30s figure it out. But by the time they've got it figured out, they can open a landscaping business. They can they can go and do what we do on a smaller scale, and they're making more than they'd make working for me. Yeah. And they're just skating by, or they're the hacks that are doing everything under the table, charging a little bit less. That's where I was just going about to the go. all the insurance Exactly. Issues.
1: So you, you're not a legitimate business at that point.
0: Like I'll go in and I'll tell people they want to do a window cut in a door, open up a wall. Well, the engineering alone is going to be like two thousand bucks on this yeah and next thing and i'll keep an eye on those places because two three months later i don't even get a call back saying no well, i'm going to use but you but you see it's done now i see it's being done and i'm like <laughs> really yeah Jason You know what I mean? Like it's it's sketch central And I go out of my way like you You have your nice looking equipment The cops don't bother me Because they know whenever they pull me over My licenses are in check My insurances All my equipment's in good running order Every time they do a CVOR inspection My rate keeps going up My insurance gets cheaper Pull me over No problem You're helping me out Is that what happens? Yeah Really? So when you get a CVOR You have a neutral rating and eventually So you have
1: to prove.
0: So you'll eventually get pulled over by um, uh, the Ministry of Transportation or a cop who does those things. And they'll pull you over. They'll just do a visual, walk under the truck, um, put your parking brake on, put it in to drive, make sure the parking brake holds, all your lights work. All this stuff that's in my daily inspection, they just verify. Verify it's filled out. I went out one day. I did my book, I forgot to write the date. Right? The guy pulled me over. I was speeding 80 in a 60. All of a sudden, well, they just rezoned that. So he wasn't giving me a ticket, but he just wanted to, oh, let me see your sewer books. He showed it to me. He's like, "Oh, you're missing your date." Yeah, that cost me 350 bucks. And it's a moving violation that goes on my record. It's it's, it's attached to it. It's attached to it. So as stupid as it is, Something like not filling out.
1: So you, but you filled out the report, but you just forgot to put the date down. Because <sighs> you
0: know, you get in your truck, you're thinking. Yeah. About ten, you're always ten like a chess game. You're ten steps ahead. Can you dispute it or no? I could. But then. But if I miss a day of work to go to court, is it worth to it? pay three hundred fifty bucks? Is I'm it, now losing yeah. probably eight nine hundred bucks for that day, yeah, and I had to go to Meaford or Barry or or
1: you got to go to their courthouse. Yeah,
0: it's not a local courthouse. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so forget it. I'll pay it that day and it, whatever. But, but I then also, now you
1: always get the date on there.
0: But I also pay my extra. I pay extra for my insurance so that the first accident or two, they're like, all right, it won't affect your rate.
1: Yeah. Because,
0: again, it either goes to me or it goes to the government. Don't
1: you like that insurances have gone up for no apparent reason I, other than that Yeah, it's just gone up?
0: Actually, my a lot of my stuff has actually come down.
1: Has it come down? Yeah. Because mine all has come up a little bit incrementally, and they just all told me, "Well, actually, you've gone low." The lowest increase that we've had, you've gotten.
0: I've mine's come because I drive. I have a cube van, and I drive it like it's a cube van. Yeah. I don't. I'm never in a hurry, and even if I am. I can't be. I'm in a Cuban. Yeah. So I'm always late. You're tapped out. Like I said, if I say be there at eight, I'll leave my house at eight because in my mind in Collingwood, oh, it's a two minute drive. No, it's a 15 minute drive. I'm always late. I mean, my when I die, they're going to be like, where the hell is he? Oh, there he is. come on. <laughs> like it's, and, and listening to you guys, like with Carlito, if I'm supposed to be there at eight, I'll be there at seven o'clock oh, yeah. with stuff to do. Yeah. I mean, I'm not ambitious, but i'm getting better when
1: when carlito was working for me on one job i would go on site i'd i'd arrive at site at my time which was seven seven thirty yeah. whatever it was and i'd see him sleeping in his car waiting for me yeah so he would actually get there a half hour early and just nap there and then almost tap on the window and he'd be like okay i'll be, I'll be right in there don't what worry.
0: it's like like i'm in bed 12 one o'clock we're going to bed usually that late huh but i mean and i'm, I'm waking up six to seven wow um Seven Usually six or seven I'm
1: ten Getting up at four
0: Like ten o'clock Like nowadays Nine, ten I'm rolling to the gym Okay And then coming home Showering You
1: find and... it easier To do it at,
0: at night I find it I can't do it in the morning Dude Really I, um... if I, That's that's why the intermittent fasting Works so well Because when I wake up And I have to even think of eating uh, yeah, I going to the gym and working out. In it's the, morning. the coffee
1: thing. It suppresses it. It just fills up my stomach. So then it's done. And
0: again, I never got into drinking coffee. Yeah,
1: I'm not a coffee. I'm a, this is, bulletproof thing is a different thing. It's coffee butter. Oh yeah, that's what it is. So what it does is it just fills up your gut.
0: Like I love the smell of fresh ground coffee, yeah? but yeah. when I drink it, it's like, you don't like battery it? acid. And I need to put in so much cream and sugar. And because I have such an addiction to sugar, I'd rather just drink a you cup get, of cream uh, and sugar. Oh
1: man, so you get. So So the espresso cup and the coffee cup are for Laura then for your wife.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But I mean like, but I take, so I take caffeine pills. Okay. Right. So if I need a boost, just to give you a boost, I'll just take a caffeine pill because again, so like I was saying, so I got onto the fire department there and this is also tying into my future. I got onto the fire department, got diagnosed with diabetes. Great. Solved it, fixed it. I'm tapering off my meds. Everything is getting better. Uh, Halfway into my training, I just I fell down. You fall down. I already had an existing knee issue that was controllable. I actually forget you forget you have it because it only flares up once a year. You get the $600 injection and it goes away. But when steroids? F- Cortisone. Um, no, it's called Monovisc. It's like a synthetic synovial fluid. Okay. that has a built-in anti-inflammatory so it and it like, just goes right into. Yeah, it basically I remember the doc when he first showed it to me. He put a little on his finger, and he put it on my finger, and he, we rubbed it. And he's and I said, "Hey, that feels a lot like." And he said to me, looked at me in the eye, and went, "Sex lube, right?" And I'm like, "No, I was gonna say mineral oil. Thank you. Thanks for not making this weird." So, but so I hurt my knee, and then I couldn't. I had trouble walking. More or less the day before I went into active service with this volunteer fire department, I had to withdraw So because of, because of my knee because yeah. I am now a risk. So yeah. if you can imagine, depending on where you sit on the truck. So a prime example is the guy that sits behind the seat on, on our fire trucks deploys the hose, the big, big hose that comes off the back so they'll you're pull a cog
1: in, in the machine now they'll
0: pull into the driveway i yeah. could step out of the truck with my bad knee collapse right down now i'm useless yeah somebody else it's i'm putting the entire team i'm the yeah. weak link in the chain yeah so i was like forget it this is clearly not gonna happen so i bowed out whatever i i feel bad because i wasted all that training
1: but you still learned it yeah and yeah. you got to
0: regrow the beard yeah, February 14th is when I started growing it back and, and I've already trimmed it a few times. We trimmed it to come here. so Nice. Um, but then, but because of that, and then, so then I went the following, the following September, I finally had the knee surgery to not fix it, but just get it out of pain so I can. But now it's like, you know, I'm thinking of the future. Okay, well, I mean, I'm past the point in building an empire to pass down to anybody. The boy, he works for me. He's happy. He likes it. But given the choice not to work, he will always take the choice not to work. They're raised there. It's a different, like when I was a kid, you, we were always outside on bikes, exploring. I was in the mountains. I did wilderness exploration. I was camping, doing the most, like, I'm amazed I'm alive. Yeah. I spent so much time alone in the wilderness. I'm surprised that it end up as bear crap. You know what I mean? Like we did crazy stuff and The kids now, nobody leaves the house. They don't do it. It's video games. I remember the first time I played Grand Theft Auto, and I played it for eight hours straight, and I'm like, I am never doing this again. And I play it from time to time now, but I don't have the time.
1: I never got into it, man. Like
0: I've tried it, but I get motion sickness playing it, so I can only play it for like an hour before I'm like, I got to barf. It's horrible. (laughs) And if I'm playing a video game, I have time to do other stuff. Like, I should be doing other stuff. I'll guilt myself into doing other stuff. But then it's guilt. Flick a switch. Guilt's gone. I'll just go. To, but I just like being productive. I don't need to go on vacation to have a rest. Because the problem with people, I got to get away. I got to two weeks in Cancun. Yeah, but you're still taking your asshole self with you. So if you don't like your situation and you don't like the work you are the at. The same person going to be there. Your, your, your mentality, your awareness is also creating that because I know people that work in horrible work environments and they're happy as a clam. Yeah, And it's like, you know, maybe the ignorance is bliss or whatever it is. Then I say, the smarter you are, the more miserable you'll be because you're more aware of how bad things are. Right? So, I mean, it is what it is, but I mean, a day of rest at home, kick my feet up, just let me sleep for a day and I'll be good.
1: You think this younger generation is just solely motivated by the dollar? They just want to go where they can make the, mo- the most amount of money for the shortest period of time for the minimum amount of effort.
0: I don't even know if money is the motivator. What is it? It's,
1: it's not happiness because I don't see, I like you said, when we were that age, yeah, we can go for a bike ride, go through the trails, go do this, go do that. All of a sudden, two, three hours later, you're winded, you're all exhausted, you're sweaty, and you're happy.
0: Everybody wants to be distracted. That's the thing. Nobody can sit That's like, interesting. I don't work with music. It's not that I'm against music. I just don't like listening to it. Mm-hmm. Depending on the task I'm doing, I will either have CBC Radio 1 to be aware of the world we live in or I'll just be podcasts. It's information. Stuff that you've done. Other relevant stuff to me for Construction tile, things that are, are interesting. You to want me. to absorb. Uh, what's his name? The Jocko Willink. Yeah. Like listening to him, like that's way too gung ho. Like four thirty-five, I'm gonna go get it. I'll get it at maybe eight <laughs> thirty. Like I've got it. I'm, I'll
1: do a piece of what you just said.
0: Yeah. Like I mean, again, like I'm past the point. Like I'm not gonna be a Navy SEAL. I'm not gonna go. Like I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go dominate, ground and pound. Like no, those yeah. days are done. Yeah. I mean, I just. Be kind to people, help them out, look after yourselves accordingly. Just be kind, be nice. Treat others the way you'd want to be treated. Speak to people the way you'd like to be treated. With the I like confrontation, I love being in stores where you see those people talking down to a cashier, to another person. Every single time I will jump in and blast them. I don't care. There's no reason they can't stand up for themselves. I know. I don't care. Like it goes as far as it goes, but somebody's got their back. You know, and I hate that. It's the same thing. Like I tell my kids, don't pick up hitchhikers. You never know. I'll stop for them all the time. Somebody stopped. Hey, you got? Who doesn't have a phone? But sometimes people don't have a phone. Let me call some help. This and that. You know. But I know that if they're gonna murder or rape me, not really. You know, like it's gonna
1: take a pretty big person to do that. Like man. usually in the
0: dark alley, I'm the baddest thing in the yeah, dark yeah, alley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? My son remember was going through this whole thing when he's like he thinks like there's ghosts in the house and this and that. And I said, dude, I said, Trust me, they're not scared of you. Like <laughs> we're okay in the house. If there's a poltergeist it'll leave pretty quick.
1: All right, Jason, I got one last segment. You know the deal, right? The twelve questions? Yes. 12 questions. All right. You ready for this? Yes, sir. Was, did you get all your notes in there? You got well, I everything? just
0: wrote some, I wrote some stuff down. Oh, okay. But uh, well, you got
1: another clipboard there.
0: Oh, these are just also work stuff. I, ah. I I keep notes when I can't input it when I'm thinking. I got my so.
1: notepad everywhere. I, yeah. I, I love my notepads, the man. All right. 12 questions. Here we go. What is your favorite construction word?
0: Yes. Okay. Approved. Like any kind of positive reinforcement. Like, Hey, okay. Let's go forward. Nice. Whatever the situation is, we've solved it. Great. Like a positive kind of note, right? What is your
1: least favorite construction word?
0: <sighs> Backordered. Yeah. Deficiency. Yeah. You know, and we all get them. Every I, day. I try to, like, this is the thing with being a sub, is I don't have, you're paid to do a job once. And everyone is, like, it's five o'clock, we got to rush off the site, like, cutting corners to get, dude, you're here to do it.
1: Just get it, get done. get it
0: done, do it properly. Yeah. Don't because pu- when you come back to fix it, you ain't getting paid for that. That's and, the thing, you know. And so I, I'd, I'd, and if it takes an extra day, whatever.
1: But I've seen trades do that on purpose, man. Like, oh, yeah. don't worry, I'll just come back and take care of this. Yeah. But that's and some companies, money. Even,
0: some companies even have a service guy. Yeah, that does it. So they'll send their guys out. Oh, we didn't finish caulking. You didn't finish this off. It's like, well, the service tech will get it. Not enough nails, or the nail holes weren't filled, or whatever. What turns you on in construction? Precision. Um, Precision. Quality craftsmanship. just
1: The pride, huh?
0: Yeah, just looking at something and just looking at like so many of the guys. I, I, there's so many on Instagram that we follow. I, I like to keep my business account professional and just follow guys that are worth following. Got it. Like I just and, and, and even seeing the job they've done, even though I haven't seen them work. I can see the finished product, but I can reverse engineer that and take from it. Always learn. Yeah, you know that's the thing. What
1: turns you off in construction?
0: Um, laziness. The. Bitching, it's been said more the than once. Whining, then, the nattering, the bickering, the the excuses, every reason why I can't do it. Shut up. Figure it out. Have a reason why you can yeah. do it. Don't come to me with a problem with no solution. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like ugh.
1: I remember Ziggy, my uh, framer, he used to say, uh, whenever I would say like, oh, I'm really sorry about that. He goes, well, sorry, it doesn't change anything.
0: <laughs> well, even like they say, as you get older, getting angry. Sure. When I'm younger and things don't go my way, you're like, this is bullshit. I'm yeah. And you have your big hissy fit nowadays when anything bad, doesn't matter how I could take the finger off, shoot a nail in somewhere. I laugh my ass off because it's hilarious. Cause why <laughs> one? course it's happening to me and why wouldn't it happen so i can have a big hissy fit and go into a rant but after we've exerted all that energy we still got to deal with this yeah it's still there it hasn't disappeared let's just get rid of that crap deal with it move forward like having customers that are angry it's like fine there are two ways to speak to me this isn't working so change your tune and let's move forward it's as simple as that let's be professional
1: i'm gonna use that one man yeah what is your favorite curse word or phrase seriously that's your favorite curse
0: word because when it happens seriously this (laughs) seriously this is happening (laughs) like oh all the time
1: what is your favorite car truck bike vehicle
0: the the unamug the unamug it's uh made by mercedes it's a the truck yeah the, the
1: the big truck yeah
0: I know what you're talking I've about. I've always loved That them. thing's a
1: monster, man. I've
0: always loved them. It's not them. cheap. No, they're like 150 But plus. they're like tanks, but man. They, so Germany made those. So after World War II, Germany wasn't allowed to have a military, build weapons, but they needed, for obvious reasons, yeah, yeah. they needed to have an industry. So they took the tractor and said, let's put the big wheels in the front too. And then they built these things with the special portal axles. And then they developed a whole industry firefighting, agriculture, and like troop movements. And then you develop... Because these things were built back in the late 40s. Mm -hmm. And you can get them. And then they ship them out to different militaries. And they still make them today. A few years ago, Freightliner was carrying them. But it's just like... I'd love... It's It's just badass. It's an inappropriate vehicle to have on the road. I know, but it's badass. Oh, I love those things. badass,
1: man. What is your least favorite car, truck, bike, vehicle?
0: Pretty much any car, but (laughs) like compact cars. I just... Because from an accident, like the laws, and, and anything big, the laws of physics are on my side. So anything small, engineer it how you like. If it hits something big, I just don't like it. Yeah. Like, it's I just, true. I don't like small cars, anything like that. So,
1: what construction sound or noise do you love?
0: Just the sound of work, progress, anything. I don't care what it is. Because, I mean, I use concrete tools, wood tools, metal, any sound of work. It's just ah. movement. Yes.
1: What construction uh, sound or noise do you hate?
0: Again, the whining and the just the, the you know, the, the you can hear the. You don't even have to be words. It's just the tones. Well, oh, I know you're you. Talking know what I mean, that just all. just the whining and the complaining or people comparing how hurt they are or how crappy their weekend was oh, you know you have called a, well Saturday I had to I got stuck behind this and just to break that cycle when you hear everyone complaining even if it's not true I was like oh I had a great weekend I had steak sex I had a nap <laughs> and then I got more sex even though none of that may have happened because they don't know how to respond to hearing somebody else because they want positive... you to contribute yeah. to their
1: sorrow they want to
0: hear that well one you don't know the meaning of pain when I was hurt. Oh was, man, was, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? I always like surgery, trauma surgery, like because I like working with my hands and I find because I went to s- school for you know for medical stuff and yeah. and I I like that stuff. It's really, huh? I've always wanted, like I find it fascinating, right? Like cause we worked with cadavers, learning the body. Wow, and I've always. Like blood and gore, and and in my life, like I, I don't know why God, the spirit, whatever, I get put in situations where gore and bad things happen, and when situations like that occur, some people freeze and then you know. But I I thrive in chaos. You jump at it. I love it. The more like when people say take your time. If I don't have a deadline, it ain't ever getting done. Really. Never. My house looks the way at house, not because I don't have a deadline. And the day it's finished... So, Laura, should give you a deadline? <laughs> Shh. <laughs> what profession would you not like to do? Uh, any mundane, like, factory work, office work. Cubu- cubicle, I was going to say. Cubicle. Like assembly just, line. Like, you know, like, Neo in the Matrix. Th- yeah, 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 yeah. Or, like, on an assembly. Like, no, like, no thought process. And not having any creative. You could be replaced
1: at any given second with another.
0: Like, that's why, like, even I think, like, going and just saying, screw it, sell everything, just go work for somebody, collect a check. That would last a week.
1: Last question If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates?
0: I forgot about this one. Um. (laughs) Are you sure you're in the right spot? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they'd question my uh, my they, presence. They they might question it. I like, doubt it. All right, you you've been good up until now, but
1: <laughs> now things are changing. Jason, thank you so much, man, for making the trek and finally being on the show. I know that we've talked so many times on uh, on DMs on and, and and I appreciate the messages recently that you sent off to me, man. Yeah, the, like,
0: I that. Everything that went down, I had, I just, I saw everything that went down and a lot of stuff that I thought was taken out of context. I listened to all the podcasts triplicate. Yeah. And that, yeah, nonsense.
1: It's not going to stop the podcast. I'm sure Jim will be back one day. I'm sure Carlito will be back one day. I just don't know what day it is. But in the meantime, I'll just continue the show going on. Uh, I've got a number of shows already booked up for the next little while. I still got an objective to reach 200 shows this year, and it's oh, nice. all because of the listeners, right? So I got a lot of support from you and a lot of support from hundreds of other guys that are eagerly waiting for this show to come back and listen to it. And it's uh, the show's been doing really well, and, and I'm proud of this show. Well, I know so, And it's always kids. been, and I've always said, it's always been about the guests. I, I like meeting yourself and everybody else that's been on the show and talking, just construction, talking about how people got started and what they like, the little likes, the big, you know. Our little, our little champions, like basically the people that have all these little wins on yes. a daily basis, right?
0: I listen to all the shows and like how people start, whether it's a family business yeah. or they just with DGR, like yeah. at, at 50 going, screw it. Now we're doing concrete.
1: That's it. Like that's awesome. I'm not the smartest person in the room, but I'm going to put myself in the smartest r- yeah. room in the r- with the smartest people yeah. in it.
0: And that's how I like, that's why I have trouble hiring who I hire because I want to be on site with people that are better than me yeah. and that can bring me up and I want to work with people that do the same. Yeah. I don't want to work with the guys that are just collecting a check. I want to work with guys that are innovating and learning and and love what they do. That's it. You know, it it makes it more fun because then technically we're not even working. No. Like I go home and then I'm not you have like fun. I'll like I'll be tired from a day of physical work, but I'm not like well, I'll need to have a drink and smoke a joint and drown this out because I want to kill myself inside. Like because that's the only it.
1: way I can survive for tomorrow morning and to start it all that's over. That's what again. I don't figure out about no, alcohol. And I that's never want to be because yeah. I
0: never, I don't like to escape the reality in which I'm in. Yeah. I'd like where I'm at. Any drugs or alcohol takes me away from that. Most people don't, and I'm I. i get it i get it so anyway thank you for having me on no
1: thank you man so find out okay reach out to him again on ig at uh at the keystone contractor and also his website will be up in soon uh triple w the keystone contractor.com and also info at the keystone contractor.com and you're up in collingwood and thank you so much man and laura again thank you so much for the sweets i've been smelling them all through the show and i'm definitely gonna have some now (laughs) and i'm gonna praise them so i gotta reach out to her and praise them man so Thank you again, and thank you to all the listeners. And guys, don't forget to reach out uh, for the skills contest and just shoot me an email at info at the Send me pictures. Send me a video. Send me a brief. Send me like 500 words. It's easy to write out when you're passionate about something. So please do that and keep listening. To, uh, there's going to be more shows, man.
0: All right. Thanks, buddy. I'll keep my eye open for it.